Hello everyone, I'm Nanda, the Deputy Head of Academics of the NPSI Magna, and this is Episode 5, Season 2 of the Operation Doctor. This month's podcast may not sound like our original one or like the usual one, because today, joining us is a very special guest, Guhu Mukherjee. Guhu, would you like to introduce us for our listeners? Hi, um, I'm a former president of the Med Club at NPSI and currently I'm a student at UC Davis majoring in Neurobiology, Physiology and Behavior and I'm on the pre-med track. Okay, that's nice. Well, Kufu, thanks for being a part of a special edition podcast for Med School July. Um, as you know, getting into med schools are quite exhausting and there's a lot of pressure on students. There's a very long process in just getting into med school. So in this interview, I'm going to ask you questions about, about your journey, about your experiences, and maybe you could walk us through and, and show us the glimpse of medical life for our lessons. Okay? That sounds good. Yeah. Okay. So my first question is, obviously this is this is a very basic one and we all go through that even if it's not just medicine but since medicine is like kind of course where you need to like really um put yourself in it like you can't like change it in between um how did you decide that this is the right course for you and you're going to be doing this um for the next know, 20 years or for, for the next of your life how did you decide like is there a trigger experience yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, planning to study medicine is such a crucial decision because it's a course that really ties you down to a single career path and to decide whether it's the right course for you. I have learned that you must find the answer to these three questions. Do you have an extremely strong interest in the field of biology? Are you ready to be committed to constantly learning and practicing one kind of profession and being in a high stress, high stakes environment for your whole life? And also, of course, the most important part is that do you have a strong interest in helping people and communicating with them, actually building bonds with all kinds of communities. So these questions will help you determine if you have a true passion for medicine and actually kind of assess your determination towards that course. So for me, I asked myself the question that if I don't do medicine, is there anything else that I want to do? And throughout uh, my childhood, the answer to that was, no, I don't. So that really helped me decide that medicine was the only path for me. So honestly, by asking yourselves these questions to gaining some experiences, actually trying to shadow doctors and volunteering, you really can assess whether or not you feel as though you belong in that kind of setting. And you have to have an interest in human anatomy, human biology, and by that I think you'll be able to determine that you are ready to devote all your passion and efforts towards pursuing medicine. Yeah, wow, that just really sounded up a lot of us because um, I know I know medicine is a very very heavy course, and just asking your questions, asking these questions again and again, would really help them figure out what they want to do. So the next question is, other than our, all the entrance exams, what are the other ways we can prepare for the application? Um, honestly, uh, the key to having 
like preparing well for the application is to show that you are a fully rounded individual. Of course, as you mentioned, academic um, admissions tests are in their place, grades are in their place, accolades are in this place. But what is uh, more important is that you also gain like holistic experiences. You volunteer at places, you show that uh, you can you have gained some sort of cultural humility and you can uh, just learn more about communities and because that is so essential to a person with the aim of becoming a doctor and by gaining clinical research experience you can depict that you have familiarized yourself with working in that kind of setting in a hospital setting and by being involved in school activities like being in the med club like you're doing right now it shows how you have it shows schools that you have the ability to be on top of your studies and extracurriculars even when you have so many things on your plate and you're living in a high stress environment but that being said make sure to not overwhelm yourself and just do like a lot of activities and try to be the best in everything because that will make you feel so stressed and resentful towards the whole application process so I would say be wise in choosing your experiences do what actually you're interested in and don't like do everything yeah okay, just a follow-up question if you don't mind would you like telling us about your high school experience? What what did you do in your high school to get high? I actually had the chance to, uh, actually through the CAS program, uh, we had the chance to volunteer at this um, old age home of sorts uh, through the program Health Peers. I don't know if our school still continues that, but that was a really nice experience because we got to uh, like have a year long uh, conversation with um, the elderly and really understand their community and we were also helping them plan um, like health plans for diabetes and just because that gave us that perspective as well and that was hosted by Changi General Hospital and also all sorts of experiences you have um, cast trips and stuff I know with the coming of the pandemic that has become a big problem but I really was so grateful that we got an opportunity to really see and get a third perspective on all of this. Also, I did also um, do a job shadowing. I shadowed an obstetrician in Bangalore. So that also helped me gain uh, like experience of how hospitals actually work and communicate with like all sorts of healthcare professionals. That, that's really nice. You got the first-hand experience of what's like to be yeah. a doctor. Um, okay. So our next question is, what is the most important thing to work on in our application? Um, I would say your personal statement for like UK are basically your essays because they are the platform through which you can genuinely showcase yourself, your interest, experience, personality, ability. And like I said, grades and like rewards and uh, whatever experience you get is in their place, whatever you list out. But through your essay, you can truly depict yourself in the light that you want to be seen in front of admission officers. So I would say start working on this as early as you can. It's the one part of the application that needs to have a lot of work and thought put into them. I think I might have made that mistake uh, that I did not start working as early as I could, but um, I would say just do that, try to think outside the box, try to think of an experience that might make you stand out from the standard answers and make sure to also make your parents, your friends and even probably a trusted teacher to read 
the essay first because you need to gain a third perspective because an essay is something so subjective. I understand. I'm going through that process right now. I have to write my essays and all. I'm really brainstorming, and it's kind of difficult to like think of a perfect topic, you know. So, how do we prepare for the test? There's so many tests for different countries. Do you take any like um, training or classes? What do you think is the help? Right. Um. Unfortunately, the answer I have for you is something that every student does not want to hear. Like I especially do not want to hear that. But my dad used to tell me, and that's practice as much as you can. Uh, so exhaust the practice tests. Do them more than once. Uh, look for additional resources online. Um. Ask your teacher to grade your essays from the SAT section or something like that. And um. This is where paid training comes in. And this is also something that depends on each person. So they definitely provide you with additional resources and an environment in which you can meet professionals who really know what the test is about. But uh, I sometimes do think that these uh, classes can be a waste of financial resources because they do give just the things that give information about the things that you might already know. But Obviously, you do gain a lot of resources, and um, I guess just ask yourself this question: whether you like learning by yourself, or do you like learning in a group setting, which is mostly what is offered by these training classes. I myself took a few of them, uh, where I thought that I really needed to talk to some professionals, and I needed to get like additional books because I couldn't find enough practice tests on them. So my final advice would really be just make the best of both worlds, I guess. Yeah, so like every student, every student is different. They they have to understand what they want best, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what was the most difficult part of this whole application process? Right. Um. Honestly, um, the whole application process was definitely very nerve wracking. But what came after that was that really hit me was the rejections. Because I really had a lot of problem grappling with them. As soon as I even got one, I forgot completely that I still had several options open, and just I used to immediately begin feel begin to feel dejected. And there's one thing that you have to remember: if medicine is truly what you want to pursue, don't be dejected if one school sends out a rejection. The rest of the world is still out there for you, and the course of medicine itself. Is similar wherever you want to pursue it. It does not really change per university, whatever they would like us to believe. Uh, so your dream of doing medicine is alive and kicking. A few rejections definitely does not decide what you want to do in the future. So don't let that process get you down. I can't even imagine how hard it would be when you get your first rejection. Like I, I haven't given out any of the applications yet, but like you put in so much effort and you get rejected. But I understand we should we shouldn't like you know just get stuck on one thing. We have like other options, and even if it doesn't work out, it will, it will. Yeah. So how did you prepare for your interviews? Do you have any tips and like improving our confidence? Right. Yeah. Actually, preparing for interviews is also very intense. The key to have the key is to honestly have full faith in yourself. Even though, however vague that might sound, um, the interviewers aren't really there to patronize you. There, there's literally no need to be scared. They're there to get to know you better and just to assess your true passion and determination towards pursuing medicine. 
So this is where I made a mistake. I let my nerves get to me, and which is very, uh, uh, it's very natural for a person to get nervous on the day of an interview. But uh, from my prior experiences, I've learned that just take the interviews as a conversation with a person who shares a similar passion and interest as you do. And just take that and be confident confident in yourself. Um, get a lot of hands-on practice. Just talk about yourself, introduce yourself with your parents, your friends, even the person next to you in the supermarket. Just talk and try to gain that uh, confidence in talking and make sure that you know exactly how the interview is going to be conducted. Is it going to be panel-based, MMIs? How is it going to be graded? How many stations would there be? Because that does really help you clear your mind on the day of the interview. And make sure you find any resources, websites, or books that have the bank of questions and do have an answer for all the standard questions like why medicine, why our institution, because they will most probably ask those. Wow, wow, that was very helpful. So, you, how long have you been in med school? Um, I'm actually um, pursuing pre-medical, a pre-medical course right now, so it's been a year since I've been here. So, what is it like in med school? Some of your experience or any myths that has to be proven wrong? Right, so because, um, I mean, in pre-medical school in the United States, um, I think people kind of do not want to come here because of the plan that it takes four, you have to do four years of pre-med and then you apply to get into med school over here. And that kind of irks people off. But one myth that I've found out and one of that I've experienced myself firsthand is that it is technic- technically true that it takes a longer period of time, but it does not feel that way. I have to pinch myself every time I think that this was the time I was starting pre-med and now I'm already a year down. So once you come to pre-medical school, you realize that there's just so much to do and there's so little time to do it in. And I just think it is really challenging. Um, You have to, in pre-med, you don't have to just focus on doing one course. You have to really take like, you have to kind of focus on gaining holistic learning, cognitive communication, linguistic skills by taking on math, physics, and even electives and languages. So there's just so many things to do. Wow, that's that's a lot of work. That's, and you know, this is what I used to think um, in college. Your your courses get a little like lesser, but in medicine it's kind of opposite, right? Like no, compared of course. To, compared to high school. No, definitely. Actually, uh, I mean, uh, high school does have a lot of courses. And I think the difference between pre-med and med school is really that med school just focuses on, uh, you know, diving right into the med- course of medicine, while pre-med really gives you like four years to explore all the plethora of options that are in front of you, really get into a specific interest that you might have, as I chose neurobiology, physiology, and behavior. And it gives you like four years to decide that you truly want to do medicine. And after that, we get into med school. So, I mean, I would say that pre-med still has a lot of courses that you have to do. So it's pretty similar to high school. In fact, it's worse. Wow, that's 
Yeah. So I know there's a lot of work. So mm-hmm. how, how do you how do you deal with all the all of this? Right. I mean, I think as IB students, I was really grateful that I did IB because we already have a pretty good grasp on how to deal with the crushing workload and stress. But um, I've come to observe that by taking some time away from studies, like I'm not saying like take a big break, just give yourself short breaks, watch an episode from your favorite TV show, listen to some like one of your favorite songs, because even by doing so, I immediately feel much better and that brings things into so much perspective and I can just go back to work feeling refreshed and there are times that these feelings do overwhelm you and these things might not help and at those times I've really found it most useful to let it out instead of just letting it brew inside of me and just find a person that you're like a trusted person and really just I don't know just be grateful for people and surround yourself with people you trust and just be grateful for that support system because having a shoulder to lean on is really important to deal with the stresses we face as pre-medical and medical students. So, um, what is there like any support system in medical school as well? Because I know you're away from your parents and like, like unlike high school, you don't really have um, a shoulder to lean on as you said, right? So much. Right, yeah. Um, of course, being away from your family and friends is definitely very challenging. But um, honestly, being in your school, you do get to find people and a community where you belong. You just have to seek it out. Um, I myself felt really out of place the first few months while I was there. So I kind of uh, spoke to a few people in my, who have shared similar classes as me and found out clubs and like organizations I could be part of and just really feel at home there with the people and have something because at the end of the day just find people who are in the same path as you and you will be able to gain a support system and just feel better about yourself. So uh, you talked about mm-hmm. some of the clubs. Is there anything particular or something that really interests you, one of the clubs you're in? Can you tell us about it? Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, currently I'm part of, I mean, I would rather call it, I guess, okay, so I'm part of this American Red Cross Club where we do really, I mean, valuable volunteering. It makes, makes me like really bring up like, tears in my eyes sometimes because we were like, uh, I don't know, uh, passing out pack, food packs to like uh, communities in need and like making food for them, uh, conducting blood drives. And I'm also part of a professional fraternity, Phi Delta Epsilon, where we really gain a lot of networks and just have a community that you can truly, call, I don't know, just call your support system. And I'm also part of this organization that is a student-run clinic, Shifa Community Clinic, uh, which is really something that I love and cherish so much because I've gotten so much experience and so many friends from there. Yeah, even when I do uh, volunteer work in high school, I, I really enjoy it. Like, I really like doing and doing something for people. So I, I really get interested in these volunteering and clubs. That's why I'm really looking forward for these clubs and colleges. Yeah, so just one last question. Is there anything you would have done differently before applying or after getting in? How would you change your actions? Um, 
I think one thing that I would change even like when I was applying and even right now is to kind of tweak my mindset towards pursuing medicine. So you will always have people around you who you think are achieving more than you. And at times you may feel like you are like you want to give up, but it's very easy to let outside pressures and people have an effect on you. And sometimes I let that get to myself considerably. But now at those times, I like to remind myself that I've worked almost my entire life for this to pursue this path. And a slight failure or a few ups and downs will not irk me away from this path. And neither should it for either of you. Just believe in yourself, surround yourself with people who believe in you. And every step you take should be just towards your goal of pursuing medicine. Nothing should be able to stop you. Yeah, I mean, so long, it's 20 years of work, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was the last question. Thank you, thank you so much, Kuku, for being a part of this podcast. Um, I think it's always helpful to talk to someone who's already gone through this experience. And um, you've, you've really been so great with your answers and I've, I've really learned a lot. And I'm sure our listeners will also be really grateful for this uh, podcast and how you have really summed up like a big, big experience into one small interview. Yeah, so thank you so much again. And I hope I'll see you next sometime. Great. Thank you so much for having me.